0: So, Lord, we love you, and we thank you for life, and
1: life abundantly,
0: and we just pray for the next couple of hours that we're together, Father. We just um, pray for your presence to be here. Want to pray for our bodies to be renewed. Um, it's just been it's the end of the day, and um, this is when we want to sit on the sofa and flip through a magazine, and so, Lord, we just pray for um, renewed spirits, renewed physical bodies, Lord, and that... We'd be attentive to what you would want to share with us today and um, what you'd want to speak to us today. We just give you all the praise. It's in Jesus' name, amen. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, did anybody have any homework that they want to share that they did? I actually
2: did my
0: value. Yeah. I seven of them. Woo, that's a good number. Yeah.
2: Um... Well, part it was kind of hard for me, so I was like, okay, you know, I mainly came to this class because you're awesome and you a teacher, I just wanted to show up to it. Um, <laughs> and then I was like telling myself, like, or telling oh God, I was like, God, I don't need more goals, I need less goals. Yeah. <laughs> control. I'm right. Going to type A plus 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 plus. Get it done. But he was like, uh, Andrea, you need focus. That's exactly why you need this class. So I I need to not keep on getting sidetracked. I need to have good some
0: things. Good. Uh, so, do you want to share some of with us, or? Yeah, sure. How do, I mean, sure. Uh, value number one:
2: I seek to find new ways to please God each and every day. Oh. Um Number two: I am spirit-led in all that I do. Number three: I will carefully guard the door of my lips, recognizing when to be silent and when to speak. Value number four: I will choose to be content wherever where I am, moment by moment. Number five: I will love people. I will love the people of the church even when they don't love me. That's a hard one. <laughs>
0: Uh, number six, I will be a super at the loss. Number seven, I will stay focused on a specific race God has planned out for me. I should probably put that number one because I'm going to be, you know, uh, 20 different races. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. You probably have to change race to journey, probably anyways, too. So focus yeah, on I that. Just calm down a little I'm going to pick on yours just a little bit because I know I can. Um some of these become, um you cracked me up how you got it. You're so organized. You're worse than me. Or I'm so OCD, I'm just obsessive. Um, that's what OCD is, obsessive. Um, uh, some of these can, are actually kind of goals. Oh,
3: okay.
0: And so just kind of, instead of I will choose to be so content, just kind of say, I am content. Oh. You know, instead of um, I'll seek fi- to find God, I- I'll seek to find new ways to please God each and every day. Just go back, I'm a seeker of God. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that's kind of the overriding value. Then you come down to the those things because... Then you can add those things of how do I seek God? Well, I seek Him by trying to please Him.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: You know. So does that make sense? Yep. So then that kind of helps you because you want lots of times your values need to be bigger than come down and then your goals get a little narrow down. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay, Ellen, you shared yours last week, right? Did you have yeah, yeah yours last I mean, week? Did yeah, you yeah. Share. yeah. Anything new or insights on the on just the values? We'll talk about goals in a minute, but anything. Jump out or questions?
5: Uh, well, uh, no. I think when I did put goals through some of them, maybe yes. the priorities changed, and then maybe I had some, like, I had this, like, this random thought spreadsheet that I always keep right. Kind of things, Right. And um, some of the things that are important here that I, I still think are pretty important, like actually witnessing with my boss would not fit into any of my values. Okay. And so... Um, Yep. So that
0: was kind of my thing of, actually, when you put the two together, it then tweaked it a little bit more. Right, right. This has got, uh, like, a specialty slip. Uh, like a, I think pull up? It pull up. You pull up, and then no pump. No pump. You're the okay. first one to get coffee. Oh, I see. There you go. Okay, that makes sense. And it, what it is is one of two things. Either I'm missing something on my values, mm-hmm. or am I just feeling guilty because I haven't shared Christ with my boss. And then really, in theory, it's not a value in my life. Now, should it be a value? Or, you know, that, yeah, that's yeah, for yeah. you. There's, nobody can figure it out but for you. And I think it probably is a value, and it can go back to, the, you know, love of God or seeking Christ or, yeah, yeah. you know, one of those kind because of, it can kind of come as a goal, you know, that how, do I do, how do I seek God? Well, I seek God by sharing my faith with other people. I mean, that's a real way that you're, because de- yeah. this process of seeking God is, is relying on His, fa- you know, in the process of sharing Christ, you've got to depend on fa- your, of His faith and His power inside of you. So do that, you're seeking God. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? The
5: order of your values would change over the year, as uh, over the years, as like, like one of the other things, it just seems like some of these things I'm doing okay at, so therefore it came up so when I, without putting goals, prioritized them lower. And I think that, uh, you know, maybe. When you actually look at the goals, I was like, oh, these are better goals. I said, oh, yeah. I mean, these
0: are more worthy goals. <laughs> right. The value, the the prioritizing of the values, what that helps in is making a decision. If I have a conflict between yeah. these two things, I'm going to choose the higher value every time. So with that being the case, and if some things might just be equal, it's like, well, you know, integrity, you know, I mean, so you, you, you could be, so you could... You could do that either way. That's really where the where the parties and it does with you know and sometimes some of those that you're not working on anymore really are a high value because you've already spent ten, fifteen years of your life, you know, working on being that person. Right. You know, and now I've done that, you know, I might have to do some maintenance. So there's a couple of chairs up here if you guys want, we got handouts up here. Yeah,
5: so that caused me to kinda of reprioritize
0: so I have to see high. Good. Okay. So that and that's good. That's. I mean, it's all. For, and then the thing is, you might change it next year. I mean, like I talked about my friends and my family. You yeah. know, I I swap those when you come down to that. And then different seasons and phases of your life. You know, if I ever got married, man, all my values now are out the window. You know, I got whole new values that I need to, to work on. So, so good. Uh, Rosie, did you that? Uh, you did you bring them with you by any chance? Because I know you worked on them. I did. You yeah. kind of had it hidden down there. No,
6: I did. Nice. It to Look at you
0: guys! Look at the OCD folks here.
6: Um, I did it. I started mine with, um, and I still work at parties, so I just kind of listed everything. Yeah. I went and and just with all the favorite encouragement to find scriptures to put alongside with them, too. Um, started out with, you know, I love, you know, taking intimate relationship with the board. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I kind of ended with, I want, mm. you know, to be. So I had like, Two I ended up with five um, of them, but I, know, I have to. Um, but one of them is like, you know, be submissive kind of hosting. As I shared with you. who doesn't come to church, but, and trying to be the godly wife, but at the same time not feel. They can feel that, um You know, if I was to say something, well, this is what I've been saying about whatever, and he would know, react uh, definitely, sure. um to that response. And mm-hmm. However, he supported it, I. He used to do this, but does not want um, any part of it. Sure, so, right, exactly. And that's exactly. Also, you know, my son, too, who bring in, and he encourages him too, right.
0: you know, to do these things. But, um, and, and that's just really one that um, I find challenging, because you know, he's been
6: married for 14 years.
0: You know, so. Yep, yep, um, and it will always be your challenge. Yeah. God uses work to mold men. God uses marriage to mold women. And that usually is, is how it is. And then for those of us that are single and have to work, and he uses the work to mold us, but often are still our most intimate relationships is where he's going to show us the most stuff of where we need to work through. And that goes back to Genesis three and the curse. And I mean that's where it begins, you know. And so that's um, so that will always be. But it's amazing. And I, I mean the testimony, testimony, testimony after testimony after 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 that I can I can give you and women that I could I know personally that they believed God and did the submissive women life stuff that was, like, against everything, galled them, and did, I mean, hated every moment of it, but fucked it up and did it, because that's what, because I'm believing you, God, and you better stink and come through, you know. With about that much faith and attitude, <laughs> But to him, it was sweet and gentle, and... They're just like little puppy dogs. I mean, they respond really well, and you know, and it's just some. my friends just tell great testimonies of how, you know, who would have thought? I mean, there's even one a friend of mine now that her, her he, she and her husband are going together to a church, to a church to to go to a focus on the family event on drug free, how to have a drug free home, and he said, let's go to that together instead of just her going, and so you know. And Jesus is like, "Well, okay, honey. and that's you know, not like, oh, I'm so glad you're going. We made a The Lord is going to answer the prayers. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like, okay, if you want to go, you know, and that's just that with to know how to do, you know, how to work that. Good, good. All right, anybody, anybody else that has and wants to share, we're just kind of going over goals. Nikita, did you did you get a chance to work on your goals? Are yeah, your values? My, hey, I just went. Um, I kind of just
1: approached it because I never really. Sat down to ask myself, what do I value? Yeah. And so this is more of a just a list of things like one well, was friendship and family. Mm-hmm. Uh um, Being physically fit, like I, um, like I value my body. So if I value it, then I'm going to be careful of what I put into it and. Stuff and stuff. Um. Um. I value being a good steward over uh, the money that God's given me. Anyway. Yeah. Sure. And so, um, and then of course my relationship with God. So having that priority of getting into it, His Word and allowing that to be like, the authority of my life. Good. And um, another thing I value was proclaiming God's Word to others. So. um hmm. So I, I like I value that, so I'm like, okay, Lord, how do I make that a reality in my life? Right. Of proclaiming that. Right. And then I put down courage and bravery. Hmm. Um I value because um, I always was always a fearful person, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like I said, well, because in order to proclaim that, I mean, you have to have bravery you know, and Sure. Yeah. Um, and then just even being a Christian, it takes bravery and courage, so I was like, I value that, so again, how do I make that a reality into my life? So, right. I just
0: have the list, and so that's now, good. I have some scriptures go, go with it, but it's all kind of But strange. that's all a beginning. I mean, that's great. Right. That's good to take the time. Yeah. That's good. I like that, So. Courage and, bra- and and bravery; those are those are good character traits, and yeah. you know they're um, they're bold in the fact is we say, Lord, give me the opportunity to be courageous, because if we're you know courageous, this means that you're afraid, yeah. you know, and you're doing it anyways, you know. I mean that's courage, yeah, I mean. <laughs> you know. If you're afraid and you're doing it anyways, and so do it afraid, and so good, good. I'm sorry, I don't know your name. My name is Diana. Diana. I came in the first week. Yeah. And last week I was sick. Okay. Well, we're glad you're back today. Did you want to share any values or anything, or did you yeah, have I a chance did, to work on it? Uh, yes, I did work on them. I'm not finished. Oh, cool. uh, the
5: first one is my life is rooted and grounded in Christ. Uh, he's my rock and my foundation, and I put my trust in Him and He is my resource of strength, wisdom, and guidance. Hmm. Uh, then my second was I love Christ and seek to spend quality time with Him daily in prayer, worship, and meditation on His Word. And then I will live a godly life. So I will please the Lord in my life and be a standing life for others to see. And uh, I will live a pur- purposeful
0: life mm. by writing down my values. <laughs> <laughs> and then
5: uh, I will
4: strive for excellence in
0: all that I do. And then under that that as a wife, as a mother, and right. uh, as a homemaker. Good. So I'm not going to do Those are good, though. I mean, just if you just do those five things, you know, or six things, or whatever it got up to, mm-hmm. you know, you'll live a value fill life. So, that's good. Yeah. Judy, you shared last week here. It is Judy. Do, Judy, I did it right. <laughs> did you did right. You shared last week any new insights or thoughts, because we're going to talk about goals next for anybody that did that. Michelle shared last week, so. Um, okay. What about goals? Anybody write some goals down to go with their values? I know some of you guys did, so. Who wants to share first? Or who wants to share next? <laughs> I don't
3: want to share at all.
0: So she isn't like at all, and she's yeah, free. Michelle <laughs> will go first. Hi, I'm free here. You know. not to... I
3: didn't write down any goals because I've been so busy. That's <laughs> um, no, okay. I, hey. You know, the thing is, is when I'm on my busyness, you know, I think I think about, you know, what I should be writing down. but it's never, I didn't have time to write down today. Um when I looked at my sheet about my goals and I thought about my values just now, I was like, "Hmm, I wonder if the goal that I'm
0: thinking about are the on this, you, the, the <laughs> values that I have." Um, one of the things is to have. Hang on a one second, because that's really good. Because what we'll do sometimes is we'll do our values and then we'll write our goals down, and our goals don't line up with our values. So <laughs> I mean, you know, I because mean, these are the things that I need to do. But when it comes down to it, they're really not important to me, and so either I do a sorry job at it or I don't do it at all. Uh-huh. As opposed oh, I'm miserable. I, maybe I do it because I'm performance-based acceptance, and so I do it and I do it right, you know, but I grumble and complain the whole time, and I lose all my reward for any of it, you know. Yeah. So that's why it's so important to look at that value and boom back at it. But anyway. Yeah. So I think one of the things
3: that I to do is have a more balanced life, um, which I see that coming... You know, I usually I have a balanced life, but somehow I got out of balance because I took on too much work. But I
0: see that. And this like, guy is with you all the time. <laughs> he's like he's always here. Well, he's not always. He works, but I mean travels. But you know, but still, it's like. <laughs> can't we take tonight off? Why like, can't you go back to your place tonight? I need some to-
4: tonight. <laughs> he's still here. <laughs> um,
3: you know that, that that sometimes I do it even better. No, he's so much better. It's like he was there, and I was here, and I, same commitment level. Uh-huh. Right. Right. right.
4: Exactly. So, yep.
3: um, so in order to have a balanced life, I, I decided the other day that I was gonna. Well, first of all, I told my my boss several. I have I have I have I have lots of jobs. So one of my thousands of jobs. Sometimes I have lots of jobs and sometimes I don't. But one of my jobs that I do a lot of work for, I said, I told my boss, I was like, I cannot continue to do all this work that they do, so they just work, then um, all these other things are going to suffer. So she found someone else to, she hired someone else for 10 hours a week to do the job that I did not like doing. And I, Great. I was like, why did I do this in the first place? I hate this. And yeah. I agreed to it because I, I wasn't thinking, you know, and typically I always think, it. So. I don't like getting myself in a bad situation. So I took that step. So it was to have a an mouth life. Another thing that I love doing is I love to be um artistic and I wanted to do that art glass experience, that fuse fused glass art. Mm-hmm. And I've never done that before and so I've always wanted to do that and so I'm gonna save money to do that. Good. So Three hundred and twenty four dollars. <laughs> but you get twenty four hours worth of um teaching. Wow you get yeah. twenty four hours. That's a, yeah. That's then, cheap. Yeah, and then you get $15 fee to go in and use all of her stuff and use her glass and all this stuff. Wow. So yeah. maybe one of you guys has done it and can tell you about it. Um, and another thing that I've been wrestling with since I got married was um, I'm a business owner, and I was, you know, before I got married, I was a business owner, and I, and I would continue to be as a business owner. I was developing my business. I was at a very crucial point in my business where I was either going to going do something, or I wasn't. And I got engaged, and, or I met George, and then I got engaged, and I got married, and then now I'm like, what do I still do? I thought about it, and I thought that that should still be a goal of mine, and then I see that, you know, working isn't really on my feet. <laughs> but um, but I think that, you know, that is something that George values about me, is that I do have this drive, and that I do, you know, show that I'm, you know... Then he like that personality that I have to have a business. hmm And then it also is very lucrative for me because if I develop a business, then it can add to my work life balance.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: So if I make more money and work less, then I can have more fun. There you go. <laughs> so I don't I like that. <laughs> So, I like to do what I like to do, but I don't like, what I like to do is fun. I don't like to, like, work. I like to, the reason it's really hard for me. You know?
0: Well, the rest of us, it's just a pizza. Every time I wake up in the morning, I'm like, I love going to work. So Yeah, and I like to feel
3: that way. And I think that right now I'm doing things I don't, I mean, I like them, but I don't love them. And yeah. You know, if I to kind of do what you thought. continue to do what mm-hmm. I love and develop this business and get back on my little track, Yep. You know, because I've
0: been contemplating. Should I? Should I not? Should I? Should I not? Mm-hmm. Are things more important or are they not? Mm-hmm. You know, and I just need to get back on the phone. Yeah, that's good. So... It, it's, it is challenging. You know, when you do have lots of opportunities. I'm going to close the door to get it quiet. Did anybody have any other values that they wanted to talk about as far as goals that maybe you want to match with that? You know, is there... Um, does anybody have a value that is like, okay, help me figure out how, how, what are some goals that I can do to come about making that happen? Like, this is a value to me, but how do I make it? You know, we talked about a little bit last week. Does anybody have a value that once you sat down and looked at it, you thought, you know, wow. Well, anything? Yeah. Well, one, when I said about
1: being um, being a good steward of my money, uh-huh. I thought of, um, you know, not eating because I work here at the church, Mm -hmm. so um, one of the goals was to maybe not eat at the cafe, like eat at the cafe maybe once out of the week instead Mm -hmm. of all five days, and then Mm -hmm. four days bring a lunch. Yep, exactly. I mean, is that like... No, absolutely. I I think that, yeah, that's an
0: excellent goal, and one that really helps even further back is let's go one more goal above that. So what are you going to do with the $5 or $20 a week you're saving by you know, what are you going to do with $80 a month that you're going to save?
4: Put
0: it in my savings. Okay, great. So I would go back one more step and say, um, I'm going to be, you know, it's important for me to get steward of my money, okay? And so one of those is to have a savings plan. One of those intermediate goals or long-range goals is to have a savings plan. And I want to have, you know, 10% of my income, you know, my gross income in savings, you know, by 2010 or whatever, okay? And so here's one of the ways I want to do it. Number one, you know, don't you know? Only eat once a week in the in the cafeteria. Okay, okay so, so you're backing those up, and it just kind of gets a little deeper. So it's just like, you know, it's just you know, who cares? It's just five bucks. I mean, that's what yeah. that's what we get into. You yeah. know, as opposed to no, I want I want to be a good steward of my body. And hey, peace out, girls. How are y'all? Come on in, family. Trace with you, too. You guys might have to sit back there. Oh, you could be separ- I could separate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that—that's why I would encourage you on that one to kind of back it out, and then and we'll we'll talk about specifically today. Because okay. we'll go to, then. What does that look like? So that's a goal. It's only one day a week in the cafeteria, and then how do we make that a day-to-day thing? Planning, go to the grocery store. You know, all those kind of things. Okay. So good. 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 Great. Because the purpose of the value, one of the hearts of the value, is that we build. Urgency and we build immediacy into what we're doing today. So it says, okay, it's important. It's worthy of me, you know, doing this because I'm, I've done that. So, um, okay. Uh,
2: basically, I love my goal should be, I just I love the people of the church. And, you know, even though even when they don't love Um, uh, but those are the people I find hardest to love. Mm-hmm. Um, the people that are just me. How do I love mean
0: people? Mm -hmm. How do I love everyone? I mean, my my value should be that I love everyone. Yeah, I'm a lover of people. That's your value. I'm a lover of people, and how do I do that? The, you know, I mean, that's a deep one because it goes back to okay. So, are they mean? How are you responding in their meanness? Because yeah, but I know. But but is it is it um, Mary's over there like I work with these folks every day and the kids over there like I know what you're talking about somebody answer this question for me please um, you know I think the big thing is is um, for me if I'm not loving somebody it's because I'm either thinking I'm more important than they are or I'm having a critical or judgmental spirit toward them I'm having a critical or judgmental spirit toward them well if you just weren't so mean I wouldn't be so nasty you know of course, because I'm a get-her-done kind of girl, I'm like, well, if you just get her done, I, you wouldn't think I was so bossy. I mean, you know, I mean, <laughs> I mean that's just that's you know, kind of the thing of what it is. And so I would really look down, okay, so what's going on? So, therefore, when? I mean, then it would go back to, so if I'm responding in a critical spirit, you know, and I'm judging, it's like, well, who, you know, who made you God? You know, who knows what's going on? You know, the as shared last week about the the ladies in the church who were stealing the Chick-fil-A thing.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, I don't know if
0: I told you this during that time, but we we found I out. that... The I can't go down there anymore. I I do no police there. No police a It, um, you know, it, it. Part of it is she. I mean, I know part of the thing is they're in, they're they're recovering addicts, and um, and some you know most of the time addiction for most of us will take us to a point of having to be in a survival mode. And so often, even when you come out of the addiction, you know, and you're walking in the freedom available to you, and Michelle could justify on that with some of the folks, you know, that you worked with at um, Chapelwood, is um, you still keep that survival mentality, you know, and you you still feel like you've got to operate in that way, you know. And so for me, you know, I was being critical and judgmental, and I, you know, and that's why I would cho- choose to get up and walk away instead of saying something because I can't be the Holy Spirit, you know. So it just becomes okay Lord and then in and the scripture I mean there's a whole, Romans five five says that he shed his love abroad for us and He the love of Christ he filled us with the love of Christ let me see I didn't bring my Bible um that's a good verse and so in those times so when you know these things happen in my life then I'm going to respond um and uh because the love of God has been poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. You know, and you were probably in the same class that was best at a whole teaching about, I can, because of the love of Christ that's in me, I can love God, I can love other people in the same way. And it's a Romans 5 CD that you could probably call Living proof, and it's a great teaching on, on that. So, does that make sense? So that would be kind of, I'm kind of understanding, and that is, that will be an ongoing, all the time, forever process. And it just continued to fill your minds with scripture that you reply back to. So when I don't love these people, you know. So, okay. Anybody else have any goals or anything they want to share? Well,
5: like on mine, I had some and you kind of mentioned long and short term. So my value was to be a good daughter, sister, and aunt.
4: Mhm.
5: My long term goal was to see my nephews come to know Christ. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. Even though nobody else must family as, as a believer. So um, hmm. I just said that I needed to mention God, my relationship with him, church, etc. at least once a month when I talk to my nephew through 2009. Yep. I only, only talk to him once a week. Yeah, but, yeah.
0: Um, so it's okay to have long and
5: short Absolutely. Or, and daily things.
0: No, 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 because that's not daily. You know, talk about God once a month. That's not daily. So at the, so we're going to talk about that. So at the beginning of the month, you're reviewing your values and your goals. And you're like, okay, you know, what day is it going to be? Okay, I'm calling them Thursday the 23rd. And it's, an import, it's important for me. I'm calling my nephew, and I'm going to talk about church. I'm going to send a note card or, you know, whatever. You schedule it, and then it becomes a daily, and it comes down there. You know, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So. Anything else? Anything on those?
5: Filled like, yeah. Uh, that I couldn't figure out one to do. Okay. Like um, to be filled with integrity and to mm-hmm. be honest with yourself.
0: Mhm. 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 And it, well, it, it goes back to those kind of the well, that's not that's probably pretty applicable, but there's a couple others. Just to be a good friend, okay. Mhm. What does it look like to be a good friend? Yeah, exactly. So um, you know. That's what it goes down to. So, if someone's honest, how does that look like to be honest? So, what's living the life of integrity? And so, that's, I mean, it's little, everything from, you know, did, um, you know, did this clip, did First Baptist, you know, clip this onto this clip right here and give it to me for my handouts? Now, it's not my clip, it's First Baptist's clip, you know. So, when I go back, she should get the clip, you know, and, um, or is this somebody out of work? You know, even levels like that to get into, and um, you know, overpaying. So it's just almost an intentionality. And so sometimes, it, for me, when I first having to live a life integrity, man, I was having to go big things like don't cheat on your taxes and don't lie about your expenses. You know, but, I mean, so I've come a lot further down down the road. So it would really come into those areas because you might. I mean, Ellen, that might be you. That might already be modeled in you. It's not something you got to really think about as much. Be so intentional about because it's become you're unconsciously competent in that area, but um, but for me in how another area in that same area was embellishing, you know, because I can tell I can and I I said this last week I can tell a story, you know, so I need to tell the story as the story is, you know, <laughs> not as you'll know, make it better because it was still a good story. So that would be just those kind of things. Um, I would also, um, if you're really bold, you're supposed to be courageous and bravery. Is um, I would ask those that are really close to me. Well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I
5: am. I just I don't know if you all agree. Sur- SurveyMonkey.com,
0: which is a tool. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen I it with lots of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I could be a better friend about it. Good. I mean, really well, and it's <laughs> you know, I sent out my friend. I said, you know, what my passion? What do you think? What do you think my passions are? What do you see that I'm passionate about? <laughs> Um, you know, where are my weaknesses and I'll tell you I sent that out about four years ago, three years ago. Three years ago. This year, this month. And I sent that out and one of my mentors sent me and she's my longest mentor, she's known me for sixteen years, and um she said, Becky, do you serve because you love? Or do you love to get do you serve do you serve to get love or do you serve because you love? And that—I mean—that was a huge eye-opening experience because so often I would serve so that I would get that approval and that love back, as opposed to just serving because I love that person. And what that, I'm telling you, you know, what—that freed me up. I quit serving some things, you know, because I was really serving just to get the love back, not because I really had a passion for that or in that situation. So, anyways, those are um, so those are good things. So in that same way, you could ask that same level of, you know, what are what are levels that you're, you know. Honesty and integrity and, you know, being honest. And the Lord the Lord will so quickly, if that's a really weakness thing, he'll start going, you know, here's this. You know, he won't let you. He do not let me get over squat. You know, so. And especially, it's funny, you know, the um, the Bible says in Matthew, I think that your sins will find you out. And we really joke at LifeHouse with the, both our residents as well as the staff. You, we can't get away with anything. We sent out 125 thank you letters last week, and um, somebody's receipt got into somebody else's envelope, and you know, we got a call. He's just like, just FYI, I got somebody else's receipt. You know, it's like we—I mean, 125. Then that he would even want to call back and tell me, and that we didn't so Anyway. Okay. Anything else on goals? Anybody want to comment on anything? The thing is,
4: yeah, it Okay. random to before yep. I die.
0: Okay. Okay. Um,
5: that I've maintained every year for the last couple of years. Like, it's run a mile on the Great Wall, um, take a safari, climb half Dome, and, you know, things like get invited to a diplomatic party.
4: Mm
0: -hmm.
5: So they're kind of random things. And I know you're kind of anti the someday
0: things. I'm not anti someday things. I'm anti someday. Because those are great things, and this is where I would come into I mean getting invited to the plant party that's probably not so big, but that's just you know God wants to align the (laughs) planet to make that happen. So right in the Great Wall Right. (laughs) Right in the Great Wall the Africa thing, you know, it's like, you know what? In twenty fifteen I'm doing this. I'm doing the China Wall. And so what I need to do between now and twenty fifteen and you know you get to twenty fourteen and you realize I can't do it twenty fifteen. So I'm gonna do it twenty sixteen. I'm gonna do it twenty twenty. But it's kind of, if we just kind of keep it out there without any kind of, you know. Yeah, they don't fit into any my value. Well, I sure I think they would fit in the value. Do you, I mean, I think if you're running the Great Wall of China, the only man-made thing that can be seen from the earth, how what a great worship experience. You get an iPod going and you're singing praise to <laughs> the Lord. I'm not kidding. You're thinking about, wow, what did they see from the moon looking down at this? Yeah. You know, because it, it would be the why. Why are you doing this? You know, is it adventure? Is it fun? Is it, is it just for fun? And then so that goes back to you know, you know who you are as, as a person. You know, no. Okay. So does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would still, I would still put some kind of someday on it. Okay. Put a real, you know, the someday might be 2015, and you get 2015, you to move it forward. Okay. So, but and I think they would fit into some things if you look into what's the why. Why am I doing them? Why do I want to do this? I had never, never thought about that yet. Why do I want to do this? And it's just to do it to check it off then. That's not going to motivate us, okay? All right, good. All right. Okay, well, let's move on. And, Carolyn, I need to bring you stuff, but I don't want to, you're okay. You can, I'm like, BSF, right. you yeah. can share even if you didn't yeah. bring your homework, yeah. you know. Well, you yeah, yeah. <laughs> know, <laughs> it's all kind of similar, you
1: know. Yeah. Similar. But I, it, one thing I
3: noticed is it really stopped me in my track a couple of times when I starting
5: to do something it stopped me. Good. Because it was a concrete valve. Yeah.
0: Commitment. Yeah. And so, it, it, yeah. Just yeah. being intentional. Yeah. yeah. It really yeah. is. I mean, I, when we were like, at all the processes I've done teaching, it is intentional living. It just is really the heart of what it is. It's just, get up this morning and being okay, I'm focused on what it is. You know. So, um, anyways. Okay. We're going to review. I always like to review. You control your life by controlling your time. We talked about that. Do <coughs> you have any values? Everybody's got a handout. Your governing values are the foundation for personal fulfillment, and I, I hope that kind of is sinking in. How you can see that having your values really is part of personal fulfillment, and you can that is part of what it is. Uh, we to reach any significant goal, you must leave your comfort zone, because a goal in itself is a change in status quo, and status quo is comfort. And so we are, if, if we set a goal, and we're going to move from that. We're going to change things, and some people like it, some people don't like it. We have. um The story of a a woman who, um, I think I shared a little bit about her, but she, um, I mean, she was like 1,400 pounds, 1,500 pounds, homebound, couldn't, bedbound, you know, couldn't move and ended up losing down to about 300, 400 pounds and, of course, became mobile and everything changed and the whole family dynamic changed because now we don't take care of mom anymore, you know, and. That whole enabling kind of craziness happened. and so when you start changing, <laughs> those that are around you are going to be like, well, you know, don't do that. You know, why aren't you doing that? God's called me to do something specifically, and and I was at somebody's office, and 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 um, and she offered me a, a diet coke, and I'm like, you know, no thanks. You know, and she's like, what do you mean not? A, I mean, it's almost like you know, pop it. You know, do you want a diet coke kind of thing? I mean, you know, and and so. But the status quo is, I mean, you, you, anytime you set a goal, you're going to change. When your daily activities reflect your governing values, you experience inner peace. And we're going to talk about today a lot about how you can make sure that your daily activities are reflecting your governing values. Um, productivity pyramid, we talked about this. Governing values, long range goals, intermediate goals, daily tasks. <coughs> and it's a build up. And so what we need to do, and like Nikki, or even with your goals, you know, going to Oxford on the side, running the Great Wall, you know, How are we tying them back to our values, you know? Are they just really, they just might be a random really fun thing to do and they don't fit anywhere in there, and that's okay. But chances are you're probably never going to get it done because it's really not important to you, you know. So, um, I mean, I think that, I mean, I I say, I mean, you really triggered something to me, Ellen, is that I I am an adventurer. I love to take risks. That's nowhere on my values. But it probably should be because when I die, people are going to say she's a risk taker. She'll say that. She's an adventurer. She'll say that. And one of my goals that I want to do is I want to minister on all seven continents before I die. I mean, that's a goal of mine. I want to preach on all seven continents. I'm not sure how I can get you in know, you or know, whatever it is. Whatever the seventh one that's one of the poles, I still don't even know. And then Australia is no longer a continent. Do you know that?
4: Oh.
0: Oceania or whatever is now the continent. Do you all know that? Yeah. Yeah, it's re- no, is, so they've combined them. Because New Zealand, I guess, was nowhere. New, New Zealand didn't belong to anybody, so they felt guilty, so they had to you know, make everybody feel happy. Anyway. So I probably need to add that as a value because it really is my value. Why do I want to do it? Just because. Just because it's fun. Cause I want to get to the top of the mountain, you know? So, um, and we talked about this. You know, there's no effort to stay in the comfort zone. Getting out of the comfort zone it's going to take effort. So that's gets down. Are we willing to do the work? We're we willing to do the work. You know, I shared this in a, in a newsletter article. You know, people come into we you know, the storms of our lives show our weaknesses. You know, and Hurricane Ike showed the weakness of structures, of families, of individuals. I mean, Reliance Stadium, I think, is a perfect example. Of how this, you know, three or four of those huge panels blew off. You know, and destroyed the you know destroyed it. So now they got. To, I'm I'm not sure how, what's going to happen with the rodeo and all that, I mean, because the dome's going to be open until they can't close the Reliance Stadium. And um, But it was just some little weakness. Some of them were secure, and some of them weren't. Some weakness that the wind came up and did that. And what happened, you know, on our roof shingles and stuff, and so we put blue tops over the things waiting for, you know, the dust to come or whatever. And so many of us in our lives have weaknesses when we put these blue tops over them, you know, until um, and if storms come, we just put more blue tarp on it. Instead of exposing it, doing the hard work, exposing the roof completely for a season to really securing it, and that's what so happens. And that's the heart so often of why, we're, why are we stay in that comfort zone. When you know in that comfort zone it is a pit and it's not exactly what's important to you, how are you going to move out of that? And the pain's going to either come from your own external internal choice of pushing it up the hill or something else. You're going to have a heart attack, relationships are going to fall apart, finances are going to stumble, whatever it is. SMART goals: specific, measurable, actionable, and realistic. I don't necessarily want to go to those as much. Um, they are. Um, oh, they're not here. And uh, Diane, if you'll remind me or send me an email or whatever, I'll send you this lesson and the. I mean the the goals lesson. I actually even have it recorded if you want. And so, um, <clears throat> I um I took these from Bill Gothard. So many. um, uh, mothers that I teach want to know, okay, how do, you know, I want to be a godly mother. How do I be a godly mother? And <clears throat> I use this as an ant. You know, you can use it as an ant. You know, those of you guys don't have any kids, you know, can use it as an aunt or whoever, whatever to it is. And these are some specific goals that, um, as a mother, can always do. And I'll kind of talk through some of them, and I put them in there because I think they're um, they're of value. Uh, consecrate your child to the Lord, and consecration means that I'm just going to set them apart. And let them know. If Hannah went into the um, the temple of the Lord and set Samuel apart to be a prophet for the Lord, she chose that I'm going to set you apart. And um, and so be conscious about setting them apart. And when you're praying for the Lord, I'm going to set setting my son apart. I'm setting my daughter apart. I'm setting my niece, my nephew apart um, for you, O Lord. Um, develop in the fear of the Lord, which is wisdom, and never the pre- never the fear of the presence of the Lord, but fear. Uh, him and fear his wrath and understand that he is eventual God. And, um, he will discipline those that he loves. You know, um, as he says in Hebrews, um, 12, you know, even the, um, uh, the good father disciplines their kids, you know, for a short season. And it might seem painful, but uh, later on, and that later on might be a long time. So teach them the fear of the Lord. Bring in the personal salvation of Jesus Christ, of course, is an understanding. and. and you know, these are these are goals. How to, you know, because that's not something you're going to do tomorrow. You know, that's going to be an ongoing process of bringing them to salvation. Ellen just shared, you know, her desire is to bring her nephews to Christ. You know, to have them a personal relationship to Christ. So here's some of the things she's going to do. You know, be very intentional about making that happen. Give them a sense of destiny for their lives. This is my favorite one because so many kids see no value in their lives. And how this appears is that um, one of my kids, two of my kids, um, they're, um, my, it's actually my mentor, Sandra's daughter's children. And, um, uh, I would take, uh, Micah and Jordan when they were probably four and five. They're now in sixth and seventh grade. Um, four and five, I'd take them to the circus. And, um, we would, uh, every, I'm going mean, to be very intentional. On the way home, I'd say, um, you know, hey, Micah, Jordan, you know what? God has great plans for your life. I mean, an amazing future for you. Just amazing, and of course they say, "Hey Becky, well, what? What is God? You know, what is you know what? What do they want? You know, you know, you you know, you just let them play along and I 'I don't know.' It's big though. It's big. Well, how does it work? How do how do you know what you know? And I say, well, you know, you know, I had I called your mommy and and said, you know, hey, can we go? And Mommy and I talked and made plans, you know, and I had to go buy the tickets, and I did all these things. And see, God's doing all that stuff for you, for your future, whether it's your job or the person you're going to marry or your children or who you're going to hang around with in high school. God's doing all that work in the back and then, and then there were special things that Mommy didn't know about, you know, and, and going to McDonald's wasn't that special. Yeah, and I said, God's plans for you are so much greater than that, really big. So be attentive to Him. And I said, you know, it was really important. Mommy said, be obedient. Listen to Aunt Becky, you know, and um, and you did. And so that gave me great joy to be able to bless you. And, you know, and then we got the special treat because we went to the varsity and got a frosty orange, you know, so because you were obedient. And see, God wants the same thing for you. We've got to be obedient to him. So what are some ways you can be obedient? You know, listen to Mommy and Daddy. Don't lie. Don't hit my friends. Great. Good. I mean, t- ten minutes. Five minutes that took. And I, I took, I spent... 150 dollars, so that I could tell them that five minutes of intentional teaching in their life. and um and I still do. I go home. I, you know, I'm not. They live in Atlanta, so I don't take them to circus anymore. But you know, you know, we still do at different levels, different points. You know, a sixth and seventh grader is different than a you know four and five year old, but same kind of thing. Instill destiny in your children, and then all of a sudden, then it, because you're creating intentionality in them, they're not going to settle for the mediocre. It's like okay, if this is not because if they're saying if this is all God has for me, then we know that's not all God has for them. You know, what I mean, we just know it's not because everything God has for us is greater than we can ask or imagine. So, give them a t- give guide in to st- total dedication of their bodies to God. Of course, that's walking in purity. One other thing, and I forgot to bring it with me, and I meant to. One other thing I do is, um, and when I've had this. Since I was 40, so I've had been writing these names down now for three years, and um, they—I started with about eight names, and now I've got about 30 names that are Miss and Becky, and I, they're they're um, personal friends' children who who I'm um, spending investing intentionally in their lives, as well as my staff, all of their children, and so that's four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, thirteen. So I've got about 35, but 13 of them are staff. So that varies and comes and goes. But um, and I pray for them every day, and I pray for them by name every day. And you're like, how in the world do you have time to do that? And um, you know, I just press the recorder and I go off and do something else. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I um, I have their names listed, and this is, and it's what someone created it for me. It's an eight and a half by. It's just one of this size right here. And so I have a piece of paper and I have all their names down and someone had taken a uh, How to Pray for Your Children book. I mean, there's tons of How to Pray for Your Kids book, and created one subject for every day of the month with a verse and then a prayer. And so here it is. I'll sit there and I'll read, you know. Um, Chandler, Coleman, Keenan, Joshua, Josiah, Blake, Jordan. You know, I'm going down my list. You know, Blaine. I don't even have a Blake. I don't even know where Blake came from. But anyways, I'm going down my
4: list.
0: You know, Corey, or uh, uh, Tori Vest Caleb, Aiden, you know, I'm going down my list. I read out their names out loud. And then I turn to the day. And my favorite day is day 13. And that's what I was going to read for you guys today. Day 13 is to walk in purity. And, um, uh, and it quotes from Psalm 51 about, saying, Lord, give me a pure heart and a steadfast spirit. And it prays for purity in, in, physical, in a physical body. And I, this is what, and I added this at the bottom. I said, May all of these kids be virgins when they get married, and may they marry virgins. And these kids are, none of them are pre-born. Josiah was just born last week. So Josiah is three days old. But I pray for him pre-born. I'm putting down, you know, Patrick number two. I mean, I'm praying pre-born. So none of them are pre-born anymore. So they're all born now. But the oldest is 14. And so in our culture today, for these 35 kids, for me to pray for them to be virgins and to marry virgins, I mean, that's a big thing. But here's what I'm also building up. I'm building up credit. For me with them, and for me with God. And so when they're 17 years old and they're whacking out, you know, they know Aunt Becky prays for them, and I can pick up the phone and say, what are you doing? And they're not hearing just from their mom and dad, what are you doing at the church, you know. And also I believe, does God not want to answer that prayer? What do you not want to answer that prayer? In just a great and a mighty way. And so I'm going to be that persevering, you know, widow, knocking at that door, so us on characters that are friends in television movie and personalities. This is really important and I you know, television, you know, I can go go off on television I probably already have. But um one of the neat things you can do with your kids is when you're watching T V and something comes on that's inappropriate. Um, pause you know, mute the T V. Say, okay, what was up with that? Why was that inappropriate? Oh mom will tell her during the commercial we'll miss the show. You know, no, you know, we'll <laughs> go why would they? Well, they're probably because they're two gay guys and they shouldn't be sleeping together. Okay, great. You know, I mean, you probably should change the channel at that point, but, you know, that's a whole other story. <laughs> then I'll be talking to you, pausing a button and that kind of thing. But, um, but anyway, so take that time to pause and, and you know, and why, why is that wrong? So they'll see that it's wrong. And not just, you are the watchman on the wall. And so, with your responsibility to guard what's going in, and guard and what we're going in, us too, personally. Um, Encourage them to stand alone against peer pressure. I got a card and it said, you know, I love you so much, you know, as a friend, you know. And so when you cry, I cry. And when you laugh, I laugh. And when you jump off the friends, I'll be so glad to not get these so silly emails from you anymore. I mean, you know, it was like, so we do not have to do peer pressure. You know, stand alone against peer pressure. Saturate their minds with scripture memorization. The greatest thing you can do is pay your kids to memorize scripture. I, I mean, it is, it, it, it's well worth it. Give them a dollar for every scripture they memorize, and if after the, I mean, one a week, and if by the end of the month they can do all of them, you give them $5. It's the greatest money you can, you're getting more than you're getting in the stock market right now. Um, then they put it in a
3: piggy bank for college. That, that you can, you yeah, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, that's why, you need A- that's why you need Alan to come over here and do the, you need Aunt Alan to come play with the kids to give them fun. She can be the fun aunt, you know. And then this- My my closest friend, her husband is the fun parent, you know. I'm like, so what's the fun parent doing today? Well, they're going to go to the zoo today, you know. I want to be the fun parent today. So um, absolutely, pay your kids to memorize life scripture. If any of your children or your friend's children are Associates, um like at night if they have night tremors or nightmares, um or even not, even still. Um, get the word on C D and um or MP three or whatever and set those speakers up in their room before you go to bed, you know. Now honey, I'm leaving, but Jesus' gonna be right here because you know the Bible says that Jesus is the word of God and so I'm gonna play this and he's gonna to talk to you all night. So if you wake up in the all night you're scared, just listen for Jesus, okay? All right. Hit <laughs> play. Hey, play, and you walk out. And because the Word of God is alive and active, it's sharper than two edged sword. Do we believe it? We, you know, it's it can divide, you know, bone and marrow, and it judges the thoughts and intentions of our hearts. That's why we don't like it most of the time. And um, and also, where light is, darkness cannot dwell. The the darkness has to flee. So that's right to then Show them the consequences of evil. That goes back to. Fearing the Lord, wisdom, fear of the Lord, consequences, teaching the witness and edify, and support, support them with fervent prayer. The sexi- effective fervent prayer of a righteous woman or man availeth much. <laughs> Elijah was a man just like you and I, and he prayed for 10 days, and he prayed for a day, and it didn't rain for three years, and he prayed, and it rained for three years. If God, I mean, God, how much more does He care about our kids, and our family, and our nephews, and our nieces, and our spouses, and our friends' kids? You know, He is about raining. Okay, daily planning leverages time to increase focus. And I think you guys might be able to understand that a little bit as we've talked through this. As you have your values and your goals and then your daily tasks, you're kind of, you're getting a, it's better focus. I mean, it's like uh, Andrea said over here, you know, you need focus, okay? So um, these are all the stuff, all the other noise that we're hearing. It's just noise. Anybody watching Intervention, you know, all we're looking for is a yes. Everything else they say is just noise. we just noise. So this will help you do that. Five common excuses we have. Number one, I don't have time to plan. Well, you know, you do have time to plan. We talk. This goes back to the very first lesson. We choose to spend our time doing something else. You have time to do a lot of other things. You know, I, I have not exercised like I need to, like I want to, and so I'm like getting on the Lord today. I ain't not getting on Him, but I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, Lord, how? You know, because I like to exercise. I went and did a boot camp. I had done in like six weeks I'm dying things I used to could do no problem in six weeks it just all flab and um, and I said you know I go, if I go work out it's like 9, 9 or 9.15 before I get to the office and he's like and so you know you're the boss you know you get your job done it's not like you know you have somebody else there to answer the phone you know it's, and it just it really wasn't it's was my choice I just didn't get up and do it you know, and I choose to go do other things. And so, and so I choose to work more. That's my choice. And it's affecting my ability to exercise. Do I have to work as much? No. I don't. It's me that's driving me. You know? So. Um, I already know what I have to do. Why I take time to plan? Because most of us don't know what we have to do. And we have it all up here. And we never get it all down here. And so our minds up here are so full with stuff that we never get able to get focused on what we're doing. Um, planning doesn't work for me. I have too many interruptions. Okay, I have this on my hand up. Do you guys not have it on your hand up? No. no. I'm so sorry. My bad. Planning doesn't work for so I have too many interruptions. Manage your interruptions. And we talked about managing your interruptions. The boot camp got me. <laughs> It was bad enough going potty. Now that's really bad going down there. <laughs> Manage eruption, And that, we talked about that. I feel tied down when I have a long list of things to do. Overwhelmingness can be managed with a plan. And a planner is a, is a good way to do that. The planner is a tool. You know, you can feel overwhelmed. You know, it's like, but for me, when I feel overwhelmed, if I would just sit down and write down everything.